Vagiga daf Tesamid base, share number two. We're 13 lines up in the thin lines. At the end of the line, it says, Amar Le. Amar Le bar hehe le Hillel. Bar hehe asks Hillel a question. He says, My dirsiv, what's the explanation in the verse which says, Vishavtimur Isam bain Tzadik le Rasha? You'll go back and see again the difference between a righteous person and a wicked person. Bain Oivid alukim la Asher loy Avdoi. Between a servant of God and somebody who doesn't serve him. The question is, tzadik, the two are the same things. A tzadik is somebody who serves Hashem. And rasha, and the rush is somebody who doesn't serve Hashem. So why does the verse say it twice? Amale, he says back to him, He says, somebody who serves Hashem and somebody who doesn't serve Hashem, meaning those two people in the, in the verse, are both absolute tzadikim. They're both perfect tzadikim. And you, but you can't compare the difference between somebody who revises his learning only a hundred times and somebody who revises his learning a hundred and one times. And for that reason, somebody who revises his learning only a hundred times will be, called an, um, will be referred to as somebody who doesn't serve Hashem, whereas somebody who revises a hundred and one times will be considered an Eved Hashem. So he asks back, he says, Just because of one time that he didn't revise his learning. He did it a hundred times, but he didn't do it a hundred and one times. For that he's called somebody who's loy avdo, he didn't serve Hashem. He says, in, yes. Go and learn from the donkey marketplace. The people who rent out donkeys for work. Because because if you want to use the donkey for... Um, a, a ten parsa journey, it'll cost you a zuz. But chadasar parsi. But if you just want to buy the donkey for one extra parsa, eleven parsa, then betrays us. You'll have to pay double the amount. So what the what the the Gemara is teaching us is is that anyone who revises and learns more than what is the norm, then the reward will be much much greater, and for that he'll be called an eved Hashem. Amale Eliyahu le Barhehi. Eliyahu said to Barhehi, Va'amrila. Some say the Rebbe Elazar. Some say it was to Rebbe Elazar. Ma'idichsev. What's the explanation of the verse? Hineitz Tzaravticha v'lo bekesef. I have refined you, but not like kesef, not like silver. Becharticha. I've chosen you bekora oini in the furnace of poverty, of affliction. What does it mean? Malamed, it's teaching us that Hashem went looking, so to speak, for all of the good midas to give to the Jewish people. And the only thing he found, meaning the best midah that he found to give to the Jewish people, was the midah of poverty. Omar Shmuel, ve'item Rav Yosef, Shmuel says, and some say it was Rav Yosef, this is as people say, that poverty is good and beautiful for, a Jew, for the Jewish people, like a red bridle for a white horse. Just as the red bridle brings out the whiteness of the horse, so too poverty brings out the perfection of the Jewish people. So the Mishnah told us, Rabbi Shimon ben Manasya Oimer, Eizehu Mauvas Layuchaliskoin, what is considered a bend which cannot be fixed, an irreparable um, Avera, Zehoba al Ha'erva Fahoyid Mimenamamza. This is somebody who has a forbidden relations with a woman, and from that union there is a Mamza who is born. 
Says the Gemara, Is it only irreparable damage if a mamzer is born? But if a mamzer is not born, then it is reparable. So he says, But a Brisa says, Rabbi Shimon ben, ben Manasya Oimer, he says, If somebody steals from somebody, he could return that stolen object and fix up his Avera. If somebody robs from somebody, He could also return the stolen object, the robbed item, and fix up the Avera. But if somebody has relations with a married woman, for Osra Labaila, and because of that relation, she becomes Osra to her husband, forbidden to be intimate again with her husband. This person is thrown out of the world and he dies. So we see from there that it's irreparable damage. Rabbi Shimon ben Yoichai, Oimer, Rabbi Shimon ben Yoichai says, Ein Oimer, if a person wants to bring a korban and they want to check the animal, whether it has a, a blemish on it, whether it's kosher or not, he doesn't go to somebody and say, can you check my camel or can you check my pig? Because those animals were not fit for korbanis right from the beginning. Rather go check the lamb. So he's saying, um, and who, what is, who is this? It's in reference to somebody who was basically kosher to begin with, but they left the Torah. So Al-Kopanim, what we're seeing from this b'risa is a difficulty because from the Mishnah it sounded like the only problem is going to be, meaning the irreparable damage is only if a mamzer is born. But over here we see that having illegal relations with a married woman will cause irreparable damage even without the birth of a mamzer because she'll become also to her husband. Rabbi Yehuda ben Lakish Omar called Talmud Chochem Shapirish Min HaTayra just to finish off the b'risa. Um, Rabbi Yehuda ben Lakish says any Talmud Chochem who leaves the Torah Olav of Omer, the Torah says about him, like a bird who wanders from its nest, so to the man who wanders from his place, and another Pasuk says, Hashem says, what sin in me did your fathers find? That you've distanced yourself, they distanced themselves from me, that you distanced yourself from me, meaning that we were close, but we, we went away. So to answer the original question, um, the Gemara says, Lo kasha, there's no difficulty. Kan panuya, kan ish. In one case, we're talking about a person having illegal relations with his unmarried sister, and the other case is with a married woman. Now, if he's having illegal relations with his unmarried sister, then the only irreparable damage will be as if a mamzer is born, because she's not married, and therefore there'll be no, she won't be forbidden to anyone. Whereas, if a woman was married, then even without the birth of a mamza, there's irreparable damage because she would not be allowed to be with her husband again. The Iboy Seymour, or alternatively, another possible answer could be, maybe they're both talking about Ish, a married woman, but still, there's no difficulty, because one is where it was against the woman's will, the other one where is, is where it's with a woman's will. If it was against a woman's will, so then she won't be forbidden to her husband. So therefore the only irreparable damage would be is if a mamza is born. Whereas if a woman is willingly um, uh, agreeing to this illegal relationship, so then even without the birth of a mamza, she'll be forbidden to be with her husband again. Or alternatively, another answer. Maybe they're both where the woman is um, 
refusing this, and it's against her will. Velo kasha. Nevertheless, we can still answer the difficulty. Kan be'eshes koyin, kan be'eshes Yisrael. Because one is with the wife of a koyin, and the other is with the wife of a regular Yisrael. Because uh, if a woman who's married to a koyin has, is, is, even if it's forced, and she has relations with another man, she is forbidden to be with her husband who's a koyin. Whereas, if She's married to a regular Israel. The only irreparable damage would be if the is if the uh, the that from that union there's a mamza. So now the Gemara quotes a verse: For the one who goes out and comes in, there's no peace. Rav Rav says: Once a person leaves the uh, um, the learning of halacha and engages just in the learning of verses of psukim in Chumash. Shuv ein lo shalim. He's not going to have any peace because one cannot derive um, halacha just from the verses. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says, This is in reference to somebody who leaves the learning of Gemara and engages just in the learning of Mishnah because, again, one cannot arrive at halachic, halachic decisions just from learning the Mishnah. For Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan says, Even if one says, according to Rashi, this means leaving the learning of Shas Yerushalmi and starts learning Shas Bavli, he also won't see any peace because of the difference in the style of the, of the learning and also because the Bavli is very difficult in arriving at halachic decisions. So just to summarize, we said that the, there's, one cannot compare a person who revises his learning a hundred times to a person who revises his, learn, his learning a hundred and one times, and for that he'll be called an Ebed Hashem. We said that poverty is a beautiful midah for the Jewish people, just like a red bridle is on a white horse. We said that um, a person having uh, illegal relations can create an irreparable damage, and that could either be by creating a mamza or forbidding the, the wife to be with her husband afterwards if she's an Eishas Ish or if she's married to a Kohen. And finally, we said that there are different styles of learnings, different topics of learning, and one is easier to arrive at halachic decisions than others.